Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. Uh, I'm here today with Chelsea and with Colin, and we are still in Ecclesiastes. We're trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, yeah, that's actually how I feel. We're also tra- Solomon. Yeah, we're- yeah, we're trying to figure out. We're, we're concerned. Is anyone else is concerned? This guy? Anyone think, concerned about think, this guy? Yeah, I think we're all concerned at this point. <laughs> all right. So as we are looking through this, let's see. We were doing like Ecclesiastes seven to eleven. Uh, what is it that is getting your attention? Uh, what's worth talking about here today? Again, there's just a lot of good little things to pull out when you look at it as a whole, it's kind of like, what is happening in this guy's head? Um, but like the verse that says, um, just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb. So you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things going back again to yesterday. I'm just like, God has this eternal plan. He works mysteriously. We know from Job that he like, he is God of the universe and Solomon recognizes that. So it's just kind of funny to kind of, to read how he's going back and forth to like God's sovereign. Also like everything's meaningless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's especially, I think today's reading, it feels like what, what is going on with this guy? Yeah. I think I almost, I almost want to encourage our listeners. Like maybe we should go just maybe not, not so much listen to our commentary as much as like, just go back and like, listen and then digest and then go back and listen to Chelsea's voice some more reading this and digest and then do that again. Cause like he's my man Solomon is all over the place where it's like, we get narrative. Like I have, you know, I have seen, I have, I've done pursued all these things, you know? And then it's just like, um, a snake's going to bite you. <laughs> do you think he's senile? Like how old is he? <laughs> but it's like, all, then all these nuggets of like wisdom. A snake's going to bite you. And if we remove those out of Ecclesiastes for a second and we just like threw them on a wall, we're going to be like, wow, that is great wisdom, right? That is good stuff, good truths that make total sense. Um, But yet, like reading it in context of like where it's coming from, the the biggest thing to me that screams is like my man is just talking through experience. (laughs) Like he disobeyed God and he was the fool. And um, he pursued all the things that didn't amount to anything. And so he was disobedient. Um, and essentially he is reaping. He had reaped, uh, you know, what he sowed and um, basically got like lived through the consequence of his actions. Right. And so it's definitely clear as day that he is speaking from experience. He's coming from experience. Anyway. I think, I think just to add to you, I like, I, I definitely, I agree with you. This is a good one to stew on a little bit. Like just, just soak up the actual text and what it's trying to do. I, I would add to that. This is probably a good book to actually understand front to back. Like, like, cause it's not actually that long. Like it seems long cause we split up in a couple of days. It's actually like 12 chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually would have been the intent that you understand it as one book. So it's like a little bit weird. We were talking about Lord of the Rings earlier. Like it's a little bit weird to take the first chapter of Lord of the Rings and be like, what does this story mean? Like, is this a good story? And be like, dude, there's like several more chapters. What are you doing? It's just describing the Shire. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Should I stick with this? I, I don't know. Like, 
these little tiny people. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it is like what we fall into a little bit sometimes when we try to break up the Bible. Yeah. It's like it's not actually meant yeah. to be digested that way. It's actually meant to be digested as a whole. So you could zoom into one of these pieces and be like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, I guess I'm not tearing down that wall because the snake's in it. Uh, <laughs> but maybe read the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love how some of these, like even in this sentence it turns, like – Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life. It's like, oh, like it started out great. And then it was just like, what? Yeah. Divine <laughs> happily. Be so thrilled with your come. pointless life. Yeah. Aw. Oh, man. It's a good um, wedding speech. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, actually? There, there is some wedding verses in here, though. There, 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 are. there was two is that, better like, than one. Yeah, the, is two, in there? the three braided crowns. Oh, sorry, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, isn't that so hilarious that we get that out of, out of this book, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this is the go-to place. Well, I'm wondering now, like, if I have to marry somebody in the future, am I going to use that? I'm not sure I'm going to. You it's a great look at point. The I'm like, wait, that's not... I mean, yeah, it actually... Me, it is true, right? But... Yeah, I, it's a it's coming from a weird context. I would say pretty much if you're going to do a wedding, don't use anything from chapter seven. One <laughs> percent of men are virtuous. There's not a single virtuous woman alive. That's go in peace. <laughs> I tried so hard not just like stop reading at that point and be like, excuse what? me, <laughs> wait a second. Excuse me. You know what? I want to flip that. Out of one thousand men, only one is virtuous. Wait. Women, only one is virtuous. There's not one virtuous man. (laughs) (laughs) Solomon. That could be accurate. (laughs) No, No, there's actually nothing new under the sun. I was going to say, has it changed? I don't don't know. Nope, nothing. It's meaningless. It's all... (laughs) It's all you drink and be merry, guys. Uh, hey, there, it is actually important. Like tomorrow, you, you you do have to stick with this thing. Don't mm-hmm. zoom in and pick one chapter of Ecclesiastes and be like, "What the heck? I hate the Bible." <laughs> uh, you got to understand this thing as a whole. Yeah. And one of the things we're gonna get tomorrow um, is like these concluding thoughts that actually help us understand the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So when we jumped into Ecclesiastes, I was talking about like one of the things that Solomon is doing is illustrating what life looks like if. You decide not to follow God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really important key to have in your hand while you're reading this thing, um, and I think he's gonna he's gonna wrap that up for us a little bit tomorrow. Yeah. So that's yeah. something to uh, something to keep in mind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, guys. We'll see you again tomorrow. We're gonna be wrapping up Ecclesiastes, uh, digging a little bit further into Kings. Then, so uh, I hope you're getting a lot out of this. Please, please take some time today. Kind of meditate on Ecclesiastes and make sure you actually don't just zoom in on one piece. It's it's wild in there. So try to get the thing as a whole. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Ecclesiastes 7, beginning in verse 1. A good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume, and the day you die is better than the day you are born. Better to spend your time at funerals than at parties. After all, everyone dies, so the living should take this to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for sadness has a refining influence on us. A wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool only thinks about having a good time. Better to be criticized by a wise person than to be praised by a fool. A fool's laughter is quickly gone, like thorns crackling in a fire. This also is meaningless. Extortion turns wise people into fools, and bribes corrupt the heart. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. Don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. Wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. 
Accept the way God does things, for who can straighten what he has made crooked? Enjoy prosperity while you can, but when hard times strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. I have seen everything in this meaningless life, including the death of good young people and the long life of wicked people. So don't be too good or too wise. Why destroy yourself? On the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be a fool. Why die before your time? Pay attention to these instructions, for anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. One wise person is stronger than ten leading citizens of a town. Not a single person on earth is always good and never sins. Don't eavesdrop on others. You may hear your servant curse you, for you know how often you yourself have cursed others. I have always tried my best to let wisdom guide my thoughts and actions. I said to myself, I am determined to be wise, but it didn't work. Wisdom is always distant and difficult to find. I searched everywhere, determined to find wisdom and to understand the reason for things. I was determined to prove to myself that wickedness is stupid and that foolishness is madness. I discovered that a seductive woman is a trap more bitter than death. Her passion is a snare, and her soft hands are chains. Those who are pleasing to God will escape her, but sinners will be caught in her snare. This is my conclusion, says the teacher. I discovered this after looking at the matter from every possible angle. Though I have searched repeatedly, I have not found what I was looking for. Only one out of a thousand men is virtuous, but not one woman. But I did find this. God created people to be virtuous, but they have each turned to follow their own downward path. How wonderful to be wise, to analyze and interpret things. Wisdom lights up a person's face, softening its harshness. Obey the king since you vowed to God that you would. Don't try to avoid doing your duty and don't stand with those who plot evil, for the king can do whatever he wants. His command is backed by great power. No one can resist or question it. Those who obey him will not be punished. Those who are wise will find a time and a way to do what is right, for there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. Indeed, how can people avoid what they don't know is going to happen? None of us can hold back our spirit from departing. None of us has the power to prevent the day of our death. There is no escaping that obligation, that dark battle. And in the face of death, wickedness will certainly not rescue the wicked. I have thought deeply about all that goes on here under the sun, where people have the power to hurt each other. I have seen wicked people buried with honor, yet they were the very ones who frequented the temple and are now praised in the same city where they committed their crimes. This, too, is meaningless. When a crime is not punished quickly, people feel it is safe to do wrong. But even though a person sins a hundred times and still lives a long time, I know that those who fear God will be better off. The wicked will not prosper, for they do not fear God. Their days will never grow long like the evening shadows. And this is not all that is meaningless in our world. In this life, good people are often treated as though they are wicked, and wicked people are often treated as though they were good. This is so meaningless. So I recommend having fun, because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. In my search for wisdom and in my observation of people's burdens here on earth, I discovered that there is ceaseless activity day and night. I realized that no one can discover everything God is doing under the sun. Not even the wisest people discover everything, no matter what they claim. This, too, I carefully explored. Even though the actions of godly and wise people are in God's hands, no one knows whether God will show them favor. The same destiny, destiny ultimately awaits everyone, whether righteous or wicked, good or bad, ceremonially clean or unclean, religious or irreligious. Good people receive the same treatment as sinners, and people who make promises to God are treated like people who don't. It seems so wrong that everyone under the sun suffers the same fate. Already twisted by evil, people choose their own mad course, for they have no hope. There is nothing ahead but death anyway. There is hope only for the living. As they say, it's better to be a live dog than a dead lion. 
The living at least know they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, nor are they remembered. Whatever they did in their lifetime, loving, hating, envying, is all long gone. They no longer play a part in anything here on earth. So go ahead, eat your food with joy, and drink your wine with a happy heart. For God approves of this. Wear fine clothes with a splash of cologne. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is your reward for all your earthly toil. Whatever you do, do well. For when you go to the grave, there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. I've observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. People can never predict when hard times might come, like fish in a net or birds in a trap. People are caught by sudden tragedy. Here's another bit of wisdom that has impressed me as I watched the way our world works. There was a small town with only a few people, and a great king came with his army and besieged it. A poor, wise man knew how to save the town, and so it was rescued. But afterward, no one thought to thank him. So even though wisdom is better than strength, those who are wise will be despised if they are poor. What they say will not be appreciated for long. Better to hear the quiet words of a wise person than the shouts of a foolish king. Better to have the wisdom than weapons of war, but one sinner can destroy much that is good. As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. A wise person chooses the right road. A fool takes the wrong one. You can identify fools just by the way they walk down the street. If your boss is angry at you, don't quit. A quiet spirit can overcome even great mistakes. There is another evil I have seen under the sun. Kings and rulers make a grave mistake when they give great authority to foolish people and low positions to people of proven worth. I have even seen servants riding horseback like princes and princes walking like servants. When you dig a well, you might fall in. When you demolish an old wall, you could be bitten by a snake. When you work in a quarry, stones might fall and crush you. When you chop wood, there is danger with each stroke of your axe. Using a dull axe requires great strength, so sharpen the blade. That's the value of wisdom. It helps you succeed. If a snake bites before you charm it, what's the use of being a snake charmer? Wise words bring approval, but fools are destroyed by their own words. Fools base their thoughts on foolish assumptions, so their conclusions will be wicked madness. They chatter on and on. No one really knows what is going to happen. No one can predict the future. Fools are so exhausted by a little work that they can't even find their way home. What sorrow for the land ruled by a servant, the land whose leaders feast in the morning. Happy is the land whose king is a noble leader and whose leaders feast at the proper time, to gain strength for their work, not to get drunk. Laziness leads to a sagging roof. Idleness leads to a leaky house. A party gives laughter, wine gives happiness, and money gives everything. Never make light of the king, even in your thoughts. And don't make fun of the powerful, even in your own bedroom. For a little bird might deliver your message and tell them what you said. Send your grain across the seas, and in time, profits will flow back to you. But divide your investments among many places, for you do not know what risks might lie ahead. When clouds are heavy, the rains come down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. 
Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.